What's up, world? It's Jordan Mack. You're listening to Lonely Black Dude, the podcast. It's the one and only one, the one and only one and only one and only. I repeated it. Lonely Black Dude, Jordan Mack, a.k.a. Lex. Y'all don't know about Lex yet, but y'all will in the coming weeks, very near future. And it's a very gloomy Friday in Los Angeles, California. It's mad overcast. You can't see any sunlight. It's just gray all around. And what a better... I couldn't ask for a better setting to record a podcast on some real shit. Because I've, I've, I've been having some... Not trouble or issues, but... I mean, it's all a matter of perspective. Somebody else might say it might be troubles or issues. But I just look at it as, you know, a life challenge. Life challenges. But I've been in cahoots with myself. Not as, you know, intensely as I have been in the past. But I'm just creating stuff and creating content that I like to create. And... I've been listening to this book, Crushing It, by Gary Vaynerchuk. And one thing that damn near everybody in this book that's mentioned has the same thing in common, and the same thing in common is time. And I know I'm getting a little bit off track, but what I'm trying to bring this back around to is this shit takes time. Greatness takes time. Accomplishing anything great, creating anything great takes time. It takes persistence and it takes consistency and not giving up. But that's not what this podcast is about today, what this episode is about. But that's just something that's been on my mind. All right, create more. Be more consistent with your creations. Do more. So this is me doing more. And today, the lonely black dude himself is going to get a little real, a lot of real And we're going to talk about mental health and how I've dealt with my own mental health and the issues I've had with mental health and a bunch of other personal shit that I don't really be talking about, but I'm going to talk about it because somebody could hear this and grow from it. So if you're that somebody that needed to hear this, that needs to hear this, this is dedicated specifically, especially for you. Mental health, mental health, mental health. I know this isn't... Well, nowadays it's not cliche, but mental health is talked about a little more in the open, but I still... I I don't necessarily believe that people really understand mental health and really... I don't even fully understand mental health. The shit is nuts. But I don't... I feel like it's become one of those things like <clears throat> like being a vegan now. It's like the thing to say like, oh, I'm a vegan. Like, oh, I've dealt with mental health. And I'm not, you know, downgrading anybody that has or hasn't. But it's a very serious matter that when you have dealt with serious mental health issues, it's more than, you know, posting something sad on Twitter. 
or Tumblr or Instagram or anything. You know, it's 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 way deeper than that. My own personal battles with mental health have been quite the uh, they've they've been what 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 they're called battles, you know. And because when I was growing up, I'm not going to get into too much detail, but growing up, I was sexually assaulted twice as a kid. And it did something to me mentally that, you know, left me in a very unhealthy mind state um, a lot of the time without me recognizing it and kind of deciding to finally get a grip on my mental health and, you know, understand what was, you know, affecting me. But I was, it wasn't until I was 21 doing that. And I guess my mental health became more of a thing that was like, okay, you might not, you know, be the healthiest um, mind state wise was after my grandfather had passed when I was a sophomore in high school. That was just a really weird moment for me because I had never had anybody close to me pass before that point. And that was just something that kind of, you know, did a whole complete 180 to my entire fucking world. And ever since then, like, my mental health kind of became... Not an issue for me, but more of an awareness for me, you know? My mental health really became... It became more of an issue when I was in college. And it was for multiple reasons. uh, Because, really, I didn't even want to go to college in the first place. So, I had that weighing on me. And in college, college exposed me to a lot of different types of things and people and drugs and scenarios. And, you know, college was was college. And one thing that really bothered me while I was in college was I would see people, I would see, you know, people a part of the student body that were in different organizations And when I would see them outside of those organizations, they were a completely different person. And that bothers... If anybody does that now, it bothers me. But it... But I don't let it necessarily, like, bother me, bother me now. But back then, it would bother me, bother me. And it made me very distrustful of people because I don't understand how you can't just be, you know the same person around anybody regardless of you know their stature or you know how much they have or anything like that I understand changing your your dialect and dialogue but it's when you seem like a completely different person I have I have it just it just bothers me it's just something that bothers me like keep it funky it 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 just really I don't know why but when I see that in people I don't trust them And so I was seeing that in a lot of people. And so I went from being very involved in, 
you know, not necessarily because I was I was so involved with other stuff that I didn't have time to think about my mental health. And I realized that was probably healthy. But as I was meeting different people and various people and seeing how people weren't really being real, that bothered me and made me kind of go into my own, you know, recluse and chill out on people and just do my own thing and kind of, you know, keep a very, very small circle around me and, you know, say to myself, but I was spending so much time with myself in in an unhealthy mind state, doing something and being somewhere that I didn't want, want to be at, it, it took its toll on me during college to the point where I had to force myself to go into therapy because I didn't think that, you know, I, I could make it on my own. So when I decided to go get a therapist, yeah, that was probably one of the lowest points of my life. And, you know, I I did the therapy thing for a year. That kind of forced me to do a therapist. It kind of... It didn't kind of suck. It really sucked because I went through my university because it was free. But the university said I was too severe of a case. The counselors at the university said I was too severe of a case and they couldn't help me. So they sent me to an outside source, which that just made me feel even more crazy and like something was really wrong with me, which didn't necessarily help out, you know, my mental mind state, my mental state. And so I had to do therapy for a year. I kind of was forced to do therapy for a year or they're like, you know, you could spend time in like, I don't know, one of those bins or houses or whatever. I don't know. But so I did therapy for a year. And therapy was interesting because I didn't, they made me switch therapists right in the middle of things. That kind of gave me a a weird, because it's one thing, because during the time I wasn't, I was not comfortable with opening up about, you know, any type of anything that, you know, was going on mentally. And I finally did. And then they switched therapist on me without really, you know, kind of telling me it just happened. And that gave me, you know, some some trust issues again, which didn't help my situation. So and then I realized in therapist, you can tell them whatever you want them to think and believe and they'll believe it so I was telling you know my new therapist stuff but it necessarily wasn't everything but you know it wasn't nothing but my mental health really really took a drastic change for the good um, when I was 23 years old I was still struggling you know, I was made it though, made it to 23. I was still having some, you know, just having troubles keeping and not necessarily just positive thoughts, just not thinking dumb negative shit that isn't healthy. I was having a lot of trouble not thinking unhealthy. And really, it wasn't until I was 23 years old and I did something called the spirit molecule wow I didn't think I was going to get into this but I will briefly because this actually saved my life
Yeah, this actually was really the thing that catapulted my life into a different state of being, allowing me to fully understand what I am, who I am, where I am, and where I'm going, and what I'm going to accomplish, and understand that I, along with everybody else that's living and breathing, that's listening to this, am a divine being with the energy of the universe engulfing my entire existence, allowing me to be and do anything that I could possibly ever want to be or do. DMT. Dimnotryptamine. I don't know if I said it right, but that's the only time I'm going to say it. But I did that, and I had that experience when I was 23 years old. Which is interesting, because if you're aware of the 23rd Enigma... Not going to jump into a numerology conversation because that's a whole different conversation we can have later. <clears throat> but it was interesting because I always knew something big was going to happen when I was 23. And after having that experience, that spiritual experience, and experiencing what I had experienced, my whole everything became different just kind of flipped I was already reading about you know spirituality chakras um meditation I was meditating a little bit not as consistent as I am now but I was meditating a little bit here and there I understood it I you know was studying about crystals and so my my mind state was I already had some knowledge of this but once I had that type of experience that type of spiritual experience Um, Fast forward, I started meditating every single day. Um, I started using essential oils. Um, I stopped eating meat besides seafood. I still eat seafood. I don't want to, I think the labels are stupid, but it's called the pescatarian diet. But fuck a label. And I really understood what I am and what my existence means and what my being means and how important it is along for me and so many others, you know, to be on this earth and be a creative and be an artist and understand that, you know, we have to have physical health, but our mental health and spiritual health and emotional health are just as equally as important as anything, any other type of health that we need. And now I'm not perfect, you know, I still have bad days, I still have bad times, you know. But I understand fully and completely that I am extremely, outrageously, motherfucking blessed. And I am just as equally grateful for those blessings and those blessed feelings because... I got family that loves me. I got friends that love me and I love them back. You know, I live in my dream city of Los Angeles, California. And I'm coming up in Hollywood. Which not a lot of people can truly say that. But I can. And it's an amazing feeling. And it's all because of my mind state. I'm very... Now I'm conscious of what I, you know, feed my mind. I make sure that I'm always 
not always. Sometimes you got to have a little bit of bullshit and a little bit of dumb shit just to, you know, you got to balance this shit out. You know what I'm saying? It's a, you know, duality. But, you know, I make sure that I listen to people that are motivating and people that are successful and people that are really killing shit in life and in my career path as well. And, you know, it's it's amazing what, you know, a change of your mindset can do and just a change of a thought can do for you and to you and through you, you know? Mindset is really everything. Mindset really will, is the equalizer, is the, what will determine what you have, what you are, what you gain. It's really all mindset. And I have to remember that myself as well, you know? Sometimes I forget about it because sometimes dumb shit happens because in life, dumb shit happens sometimes. It's just just the way shit is. But you can't let dumb shit just let, you know, it overrule your mindset and overrule your thoughts. And then you just fall into a downward spiral of a bunch of bullshit because... Honestly, if you're like me and like anybody else in the world, you've dealt with bullshit. Nobody likes dealing with bullshit. We don't need to deal with bullshit because bullshit, at the end of the day, is bullshit. So, it's all in the motherfucking mindset. You feel me? It's all in the fucking mindset. But I also understand with bad times, you know, comes better times comes wonderful times comes great times and not all days are going to be great not all days are going to be good and sometimes I do you know struggle with my mental health still with certain issues of getting down on myself not thinking that I'm doing enough you know getting down because of you know I may not have be in the best financial situation at the moment or anything like that but I have to remember that if I want something, I just got to ask for it. I have to ask the universe for it specifically, you know, and believe in, believe and feel the manifestation and the abundance already happening to me and it'll fully happen. And so now I've learned, okay, if you're starting, if you notice that your thoughts are going into, you know, a not so good, positive place, do some shit, make some shit, like record this podcast. And get personal for a minute and let y'all know about real shit that happens to real people and real experiences. I'm not trying to preach to y'all, but man, I had to just get that out. I had to just say something, man. Shout out to everybody that listens, that supports. Follow me on Instagram. At Jordan the Unicorn. Unicorn spelled with an X. U-N-I-X-O-R-N. I'm back on Twitter. It's Unicorn Shiva on Twitter. U-N-I-X-O-R-N-S-H-I-V-A. I'm walking in the Model Experience Fashion Show, June 30th. Tickets are $40. It's going to be a great show. Um, some past guests have been Kiki Palmer. Uh... Christina Milian, Omarion, cool cats, man. I'm very blessed. I'm very happy. I'm hustling. I'm doing my thing. 
Shout out to Sativa that uh, helped sponsor this podcast today. Got some mango haze. It's very yummy. And shout out to all the unicorns out there. Always the unicorns. Always everybody doing them. Showing love. Being great. I'm going to try to put a song at the end of this. Hopefully that Anchor lets me. But I'm going to do a new thing where I put some some hot fire songs that, I, that I've been listening to and like a lot at the end of the podcast. We're going to keep it funky, keep it grooving, keep it moving. This is Jordan Mack, the wonderful motherfucking unicorn you've listened in. You just listen to Lonely Black Dude, the podcast. I love you. Peace.